gardeners, farmers, compost enthusiasts, and growers. Welcome to The Healthy Garden, the show where soil is important and growing a healthier world is job one. Hola, jardineros! Viva la tierra! Y viva sus plantas! No, we have not changed the program to a Spanish broadcast. I just feel much more like speaking Espanol hoy than Inglés. Viva la revolución! The true organic revolution. And welcome to episode number 44 of the Healthy Garden Podcast. In this week's episode, Grow Your Soil in the Fall. Remember, gang, fall can be deceiving. The sky gets gray. The morning temperatures start to dip. We had our first freeze of the year here this morning. I had to throw the big jacket on as I went out to see where the two giant coyotes went that were probing the fence line. Bastards. So even though it froze today, the afternoon sun was still pretty strong. This is pretty typical stuff. Remember that every once in a while... The temps will climb back to an almost summer-like day. But don't be fooled. Once the calendar hit that autumn divide, the days of light and warmth are numbered, and the cool and the darkness of winter are not far off. I love gardening. I love true organic gardening. And I especially love gardening in the fall. It's a time of energy and excitement for me. I like that supper time finally becomes supper time again and that I actually start feeling like going to bed at 10 o'clock. Fall is that great season of change. The sun is moving from the earth and the world starts to begin the hunkering down process that takes us all the way to that day when the first bulbs of spring explode onto the scene. The best thing that we can do in the fall garden is grow. And when I say grow, I mean grow the soil. Viva la tierra! Viva la tierra! Man, I love mariachis. Who doesn't love mariachis? Alrighty then, so, yes, fall is also just a great overall time to garden. It's a wonderful time for transplanting the plants that have outgrown their containers, or for getting those trees, or fruit trees and shrubs into the ground. But if you really want to make a difference in the garden next spring, make sure to focus on what really matters to your garden, the soil, and growing the soil in your garden this fall. Hey there, fall gardeners, 
fall is for composting. There is no time of the year better than fall to recharge your garden soil. Our friends at Malibu Compost always say, feed your soil, feed your soul. Now is the time to pick up several bags of booze blend compost from Malibu Compost at your favorite local independent nursery, hardware store, or grow shop, or get it from them online at www.malibucompost.com. Remember, feed your soil today. They took me out to the fringe. I'm not feeling so unhinged. I want to be an agent. What happens when we prepare the soil for growth? We are creating the building blocks for the future of our garden. By taking the time to nurture the biology and feed it and make sure that it can multiply, we are ensuring the health and well-being of our soil, our plants, our fruits and veggies, our bodies, the space we live in or grow in, the environment, the pollinators, the backbone of life. We are making sure that the structure of all of the life in our garden is healthy. Saying that, I have to step back for a minute to discuss the elections that took place this past week and are still taking place in America right now. What a mess. This is the result of Americans not taking care of their garden. If you fall asleep and let the media giant global corporations tell you what to think and what is real and what is not, then you are allowing yourself to be fed with poison. These phony-ass hack news people, in quotes, are liars, deceivers, spreaders of toxic fertilizer that is poisoning the hearts and minds of our country. Does anyone really think that defunding the police or ripping down statues, or burning cities is a good idea? Hell no, they don't. We all know that we need first responders and that people need stores to shop at. But the media, all of it, left or right, take big heaping scoops of uncomposted crap and shove it down your throat every day, 24 hours a day until you believe this newspeak and double-think. It's absurd that we form our opinions, our beliefs in the modern-day world by listening to fools and charlatans like Jake Tapper and Neil Cavuto on cable, and then scum like Lester Holt, Brian the Liar Williams, Savannah Guthrie, and idiots like Don Lemon and Joe Scarborough. Would you let any of these people tend your garden or watch your kids? Watch your pet? Of course not, because they are not qualified to do that, nor are they qualified to shape the policy of the greatest nation on earth. It's time for us to stop, take a big, deep breath, and pause. America has become a reflection of its media, its politicians, but more importantly, 
of the corporations that control your every waking moment. The list of fools above are just meat puppets for corporate think. For the leaders of big tech, big money, big pharma, big chem, big food, and big war. Oh yeah, you don't think war is coming? Keep posted. And they are just the financial machines for the global elites who really run the world. Do you really think that your hatred of Donald Trump or your love of Donald Trump or your hate-filled blind rage acceptance of Joe Biden as a candidate is real? It's not. It's fueled by worthless, meaningless, never-ending slogans and propaganda that the global oligarchy put out to get you to do whatever it is in their best interest. If you think lockdowns are in your best interest, think again. Only the global elite have gotten rich from the pandemic. Only huge corporations have seen financial growth and health during the coronavirus 2020. How is your local economy? How are the small mom and pop stores and the local non-chain restaurants doing in your neighborhood? Not too good, huh? Why? And why is this happening again? The next wave of lockdowns are here. Do you know where the word lockdown came from? It came from a 1970s article in the Fresno Bee discussing a lockdown of a prison during a riot. Today, the word lockdown is thrown around in casual conversation, 24-hour news reporting it all the time as a way of life without even ever a thought. We're in lockdown. Hey, hey, lockdown, lockdown party, lockdown party on Zoom. Yeah, well, screw that. Lockdown is defined by the thought police at Merriam-Webster as, one, the confinement of prisoners to their cells for all or most of the day as a temporary security measure. Two, an emergency measure or condition in which people are temporarily prevented from entering or leaving a restricted area or building I like how they put this in here. Think about this, guys. Such as a school during a threat or danger. The example they give is the school went on lockdown when a student brought a pellet gun to campus from Ian Gordon. Hey, thanks for that, Ian. Merriam-Webster's becoming scary. And B, here's here's their new one. And this is why I say these guys are part of DoubleThink and newspeak. This is their newest definition of lockdown. A temporary condition imposed by governmental authorities as during the outbreak of an epidemic disease in which people are required to stay in their homes and refrain from or limit activities outside the home involving public contact, such as dining out or attending large gatherings. Here's their examples. Authorities placed the central Chinese city under lockdown on January 23rd after the virus had infected hundreds of residents and was just starting its spread across the globe from Daryl Coot. Thanks, Coot. The San Francisco Bay Area lockdown and national guidelines signal a rapid escalation of government and business efforts to halt the coronavirus spread via 
restrictions that will slam the brakes on economic activity. Ed Carson. Nice, huh? Our minds are in lockdown. They are changing the words of Newspeak all of the time, every day. They want you to accept the unacceptable in a free society. It's sick. If you haven't read 1984 recently, I highly suggest it. Our 17-year-old just did it, and it blew her mind. You're living in America, and you're living it. You're living it in Europe, if you're there, Europe. And you're living it in Australia, lockdown. Let's get back to the election garden. I think that if Americans, all Americans, would have stopped for a moment to look at how we can build the health of our nation from the ground up, like we are going to look at growing and building the health of our gardens in the next segment, then maybe we would have seen something different evolve than the selfishness and the division that we are seeing Americans display right now. It's really sad to see people literally hate one another because of their political leaning. I have never seen this country at a place like this before. And the sad thing, in my opinion, is that this is not just something that happened during this election. There has been hatred and division growing here for years in this country. I've seen it since the end of the Obama era. And I say to people who don't see it or didn't see it, and I voted for Obama twice. Well, then you must not have been looking. During the Trump era, the media, the corporations, the global elites have turned hate and division into a way of life. Ask yourself, regardless of who you voted for, because frankly, I don't really care. That's your personal choice, something that you should be able to do without fear of judgment, without repercussion. AOC wants to make lists now of people who supported Trump. What for? To burn them at the stake? To have the new Spanish Inquisition play out in America? That's sick, AOC. Sorry. And twisted and hate-filled. Shame on her and shame on anyone who wants to live in the filth and stench of hate. How can a garden grown with hate flourish? It can't. It will die. Is that what you want, gang? The garden of freedom to die, to wither on the vine, to burn in the toxic poison that the elites are trying to fertilize us with? Don't you find it odd how much money and control and violence were put forth in this past election to try to control you, control us? Was anybody feeding your soul? Was anybody showing you love and compassion? The media wasn't. Facebook wasn't. Twitter wasn't. And the politicians clearly were not. Fill your heart with love today. Don't play the game of time. Things that happened in the past only happened in your mind. Only in your mind. Oh, forget your mind and you'll be free. The writing's on the wall. Free, yeah, and you can know it all if you choose. 
Just remember, lovers never lose, cause they are free of thoughts unpure, and of thoughts unkind. Gentleness clears the soul. Love cleans the mind. It makes you free. So why do we accept the rhetoric of hate? Because our souls are being bombarded with the message. Freedom is slavery. Ignorance is strength. War is peace. And now, thanks to the global elites, their lapdogs, the media, and their puppets, the politicians, have a new slogan. Hate is love. Not in my garden. Not in my revolution, the true organic revolution. I'd like you to join me. Put down the clicker. Kill your TV. Forget the fear-mongering and hate speech. Look at your neighbors as your neighbors. Embrace the people you don't agree with. Smile at people. Wave at strangers. Ask people that you don't know in the market, how are you? And mean it. Quit looking at each other with fear. If you can do that, we have a chance to save this garden. I believe that God created man in his image and also that God made us the stewards of this earth. It's time to let go of the hate. Let go of the fear. Let go of the lies. Feed your soil. Feed your soul. Feed the microbes. Feed your heart. Feed your body. Feed your mind. Because love is love. Love is love. Love is love. Hi, it's Norma, biological farmer and producer of the Healthy Garden Podcast. My number one recommendation for anyone growing their soil in the fall is to use Booze Blend Biodynamic Compost. It does so many things for your soil, including aerating your soil, repairs damaged and compacted soil, it breaks up clay soil, it helps sandy soil retain water, it builds good soil structure. It makes any soil easier to work. It helps the roots spread easily, encourages healthy root systems. It helps water to drain. It saves water and protects against drought. It improves the environment for pollinators and so much more. Go to malibucompost.com for your Booze Blend Biodynamic Compost today. I'm gonna get up off my butt and give me a job. I'm sick of sleeping all day, thinking around all night. Was a full place to rock. I ain't good at too much and I don't care if I fail.
The fall season is always that alert of change. The leaves drop or have dropped. They've changed color. They blanket the earth to warm it and to feed the microbes that grow the planet. It's a time to nourish ourselves and to nourish our gardens. And here are five ways to help you grow your soil this fall. One, compost. This is the actual process of composting or applying compost to the garden. If you've made compost and it's finished, fantastic, use it. If it's still breaking down, let it continue to break down. Let it finish the process. Putting out unfinished compost, it's a drag on the soil. It takes a lot of energy and a lot of biology from the soil to break that stuff down when you put down unfinished compost. With finished compost, you should be able to put down half an inch to an inch of compost over the entire garden and water it in. If there's rain in the forecast, beautiful. Let it rain. You guys know what I use. What I always say though is, use a compost that's finished, make your own compost that has true organic ingredients, and if you have to buy something, make sure it's finished, true organic, farm-made, and make sure there's no GMOs in there from animal slavery. And plus, make sure it's 100% screened and finished. Number two, mulch with shredded leaf litter. If you have a bunch of leaf drop and leaf litter like we do at our place, then fall is a time to take the non-diseased leaf litter and you can run it through a shredder or just put it out. Depends on where we are in the ground and you can just let it be and then you can cover that with compost. Or you can pull that back if you have an area that needs to be composted because the plants are suffering or the soil hasn't had compost in a while. You know, we talk about the shredder. We have this little electric one and it works pretty good for the, for the leaves. You know, put it down at a half an inch to an inch over the compost that you just spread out in your garden. Number three, compost tea. This is a great way to add biology. In other words, add microbes to the soil as another food source or biological building block that will help break down organic matter in your garden through the mineralization process over time. Mineralization is what grows our plants worldwide and forever. I recommend doing compost tea as an extract versus an actively aerated compost tea. It's as simple as dropping a tea bag into a five-gallon bucket of water, letting it soak overnight, roughly eight to 10 hours, giving it a squeeze, and then putting it into your watering can or into a half-gallon sprayer to use. If you're going to apply it as a foliar with a sprayer, remember that the sprayer must be cleaned because you're applying microbes, living organisms which could be harmed or killed in an unclean sprayer. Using compost tea extractions is so easy, and it has such a quick cleanup. You're literally washing out a bucket or your watering can. I cannot recommend this highly enough for all gardens and gardeners of varying degrees of experience. Number four, cover crop. Everybody always says to plant a cover crop. 
the reality is that a lot of us gardeners just never get around to it. Again, it's so easy. It is easy, and it's effective. For many, the cover crop seems unsightly, you know, to that fastidious or tidy gardener. But the reality is that once you have that living green mulch, it's doing much more for the health of your garden. And you'll see it. You'll know it. And you'll get over it. Cover crops are fantastic, natural, and true organic ways to fix nitrogen in the soil, build organic matter, suppress weeds, and help with compaction issues. Where we are, the kind of soil we have, we have lots of compaction issues. The cover crops help a lot. Between the composting, the teas, the mulching, the cover cropping, we have incredibly healthy soil. We like the clovers in our garden. We have crimson, white, medium red. They're all excellent cover crops. For more info on cover crops, you can check out one of my favorite places, highmowingseeds.com. Great place. And number five, which nobody talks about, but everybody should be talking about it because we're doing that when we're composting and we're doing that again with compost tea, but you can also add more if you need more. Microbial inoculation is number five. It's one of the things that I love to do that not many gardeners do is look at everything from a biological perspective. As Norma says, I am a biological farmer and gardener. And I'll add one more to that, and grower. To me, it's all about the microbes. And the more beneficial biology in the soil, the better. One of the things that I like to do is to occasionally give a soil a nice drenching of EM1 from Terraganics. And they're at www.terraganics, that's T-E-R-A-G-A-N-I-X.com. EM1 is a natural organic probiotic. Adding it to the soil helps with the soil structure and drainage. It is also a great biological inoculant that will promote plant and soil health in your garden. I know that looking at the garden from a soil and biology perspective is new to some of you, an old hat for the rest. If you constantly ask yourself, what can I do to make my soil better? Then you will be on the road to happy and healthy gardening. And that's what this show is about, you guys, to love your garden, to love the experience, to to work with life, to work with biology, to do it differently than the big corporations are telling you how to garden. It's really simple stuff when you look at it from that perspective. Now, we've only got a month and a half of fall left, right? So you got to make the most of it. Get out there and enjoy my favorite season of the year. And please fill your heart with love today. Please grow a garden of peace and of truth in your hometown because at the end of the day, Love is all there is. That concludes this episode of the Healthy Garden Podcast. Please post your questions on the Healthy Garden Podcast pages on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. 
Join us next week to learn more about how you can free yourself from the chemical and synthetic trap that's been set to keep you from growing a true, organic, and healthy garden. Until then, happy and healthy gardening. Thank you.